0: The good news of deliverance only makes sense once we see how we are enslaved to sin. We are slaves to sin.
1: Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Bobby, Bobby Hamlin.
2: And I'm Rich, Rich O'Meara. This is Holy or Passion Week. With us to talk about the significance of this week and the days leading up to Resurrection Sunday is Pastor Joe Jackowitz. Pastor Joe is the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church in Pleasanton, California.
1: During Holy Week, the last week of Lent, Many churches have a service on a Thursday called Maundy Thursday. And could you explain what Maundy Thursday is?
0: Very good question. Many people think that lent ends on easter sunday but lent actually ends on the thursday before easter sunday traditionally Maundy thursday is the thursday before easter it commemorates the foot washing and last supper of jesus christ that he had with the apostles as described in the gospels the word Maundy is a word derived from the latin mandatum which means commandment It refers to when Jesus in the upper room during the Last Supper said to the disciples, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. But again, Maundy Thursday has nothing to do with any observance that we're commanded to comply with.
2: Now, I have a question regarding Good Friday. On Friday, Jesus was convicted by Pontius Pilate, beaten, crucified on the cross,
0: died, and was buried. So why is Good Friday called good? Regardless of the origin of the name Good Friday, it's entirely appropriate and good to call it Good Friday because the suffering and death of Jesus Christ, as terrible as it was, marked the dramatic culmination of God's plan to save his people from their sins. Now, is that the the best thing you've ever heard about? Is that not the height of being good, where Jesus, based on the grace of God alone, salvation as a free gift, would come and do something so good, even though it cost him a lot of pain and suffering, cost him his very life? You see, in order for the good news of the gospel to have meaning for us, we first have to understand the bad news of our condition as sinful people under condemnation. The good news of deliverance only makes sense once we see see how we are enslaved to sin we are slaves to sin we need the law first to show us how hopeless our condition is then the gospel of jesus and his grace comes and brings us relief and salvation and so even though he suffered bled and died a terrible death we call it good friday because the results of his atoning death on the cross provide the greatest the most good thing that we could possibly have salvation through his atoning death
1: Thank you, Lord.
2: Now, along with that, uh, sometimes in the depictions we have through various uh, photographs, paintings, and um, motion pictures and things like that, we see the agony of Christ. We see the crown of thorns that are placed upon his head. We see the beating. We see him on his walk to Calvary and then hanging on the cross. And the blood and tears are emphasized. But yet, when we look at Christ's suffering on our behalf for our sins, isn't it much more than just the physical beating that Christ went through? Christ was
0: going through much, much more that's so true the physical part of his suffering his crucifixion and all the other elements you just described that element of the suffering gets all of the press it gets all of the attention and rightly so in the sense that his sacrifice and the torture of his body is beyond description in the the level of physical pain he endured to be the sacrifice for our sins
1: right and it's probably the thing that we can identify with how hard it would be to go through that
0: yes indeed we, it's inconceivable only god could endure and hold up under so much physical suffering as that and the bible teaches that the angels came and ministered to him and helped him be preserved from death before he actually died on the cross because of the pain But Hollywood doesn't depict the emotional suffering and the spiritual suffering that our Lord went through. When you see movies like uh, Jesus of Nazareth or The Passion of Christ, they glamorize the physical part of his suffering. And not to take away from that, but we don't have very long scenes in such Hollywood movies like 15, 20 minutes of his agony in the Garden of Gethsemane, where emotionally and spiritually he suffered in such a way. Actually, it was his emotional sufferings and the horrific dreadfulness of the sorrow for the sins that were being laid on him, that were tearing him apart emotionally and spiritually inside. He cried out to the Father and said, If be possible, Father, let this cup pass from me, this cup of suffering. He was very God of very God, but he he also had a perfect human spirit and so angels had to come and uphold him he was observing and he was suffering in his spirit because of our sins. He was being punished emotionally and spiritually. And he was being confronted with Rich and Bobby, with your sins and mine. He was actually paying the price for the most wicked things that you and I have ever done and all of the the sins of the people of God. And so it was more than he could bear. Sin never entered his mind. But now he had to think about the payment he was offering to God and what was that he had to think about our sins yeah and that was terrible
2: and as the scripture says he became sin for us yes he was taken upon himself our very sins but not only ours but all the sins of all those that
0: would be saved throughout all of history yes 2 Corinthians 5, He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him.
2: Oh yes, that verse in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21, is such a wonderful reminder to us of the price it cost Jesus and why He's our Savior. For He made Himself who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him.
1: Thank you, Lord. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Joe, Joe Jackowitz, in just a moment. So do stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. Again, that's ConnectionsWithRichAndBobby.com. All of our podcasts are posted there, along with all of our contact information.
2: Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. Now, let's return to our talk with Pastor Joe as he continues our talk about the events during Passion Week leading up to Resurrection Sunday.
1: What happened after he died on the cross, during those three days before he was resurrected? Does the Bible talk about that?
0: Yes, the Bible talks about the fact that he went down to hell, but he did not get punished in hell for our sins. The punishment took place on the cross, in the garden, and during that very mysterious time in the days leading up to his crucifixion and resurrection, he went to hell and preached the gospel. Theologians argue and debate those sublime, mysterious actions between his death and his resurrection, and we'll never really know the import and implications of what that means. And and those experiences of our Lord between his death and resurrection are not necessarily typical of his earthly ministry and teachings. So. Yeah, he he definitely was in a place where he was still Lord of all things, Lord of creation, during those three days after his crucifixion. And then, on the third day, victory, a risen Lord.
2: We see the open tomb. But yet, as we look at Resurrection Sunday, the world calls it Easter. How do we get the name Easter, and, and why
0: Easter? Well, the word Easter most likely comes from an old word for east, Or the name of a springtime month one of those two we don't really have a whole lot of evidence that suggests anything more than that there's been a lot of assertions a lot of big deal made about Easter being a pagan goddess or having its roots connected with the pagan goddess Eshtar but these rumors have not been validated or proved however today it seems that Easter might as well have pagan origins because it's almost been completely commercialized. The world focuses on Easter eggs, Easter candy, the Easter bunny, but these things have nothing to do with the resurrection of Christ. And because of the commercialization and possible pagan origins of Easter, many churches prefer to call it Resurrection Day or Resurrection Sunday, which I think is much more biblical or rational. And so the more we focus on Christ and his work on our behalf, the better. So resurrection is a much more biblical and better word to use. Paul says that without the resurrection of Christ, our faith is futile. And so what more wonderful reason could we have to celebrate the resurrection of Christ and the crucifixion of Christ? Because without those two, which are the heart doctrines and realities of the Christian faith, we would all be living vain lives without meaning, without hope.
2: Now, Hebrews 12, verse 2, is a wonderful description of why we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, Pastor Joe, can you speak to the joy we have in Christ?
0: We have joy in Christ because when you think of what Jesus did by dying on the cross, by rising from the dead and the fact that none of us from adam until the last person of the world would have any hope of having our sins forgiven without christ paying our sin debt without him suffering bleeding and dying as our vicarious substitute paying our penalty on the one hand of all of the sins we've committed paying the sin debt himself and then on the other hand fulfilling the law keeping all of the commandments because we couldn't and transferring his perfect record of keeping the commandments to our account because to get perfect righteousness, we need a perfect record of keeping God's commandments all the time. What better joy can you have when thinking about the crucifixion and resurrection is that these two atoning works of our Lord, the crucifixion and resurrection, purchased our salvation provided the full forgiveness of sins it gave us an inheritance that will never be taken away for us that is preserved in heaven for us forever and ever and ever this should cause us joy so much joy that we cannot contain and this should cause us to look to jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith who knowing that his work of dying on the cross and his resurrection knowing that it would purchase the salvation of God's children caused him a lot of joy, even when he thought it would cost him a great price to pay by dying, by giving up his life. It still caused him joy. He set his face as Flint to go to Jerusalem in joy.
2: And that truly shows the love of God for us Where in that verse it says, For the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Tremendous love for you and for me. For all that are tuning in, that are one of his, that are being drawn to him.
1: Yes, praise God. Thank you, Lord. And we thank Pastor Joe Jackowitz, the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church, for sharing with us as we enter Passion Week, leading up to Resurrection Sunday.
2: You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.
1: Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear this current one again, we or invite others to listen, just go to our website at connectionswithrichandbobby.com. Also, all of our contact information is there.
2: Then, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our program on Pandora.
1: And of course, you can connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So please take a moment to let us know about you. And we'd love to hear what you think about the programs.
2: This is Connections. And may the Lord bless you during this Passion Week and Resurrection Sunday with the glorious words that we read in Matthew 28, verse 6 that says, He is not here, for He He is is risen." risen.